swinging free kick and a chance here for Kelly. He scored! David Kelly! Trackman a level against all the odds! Jennings. There's the kick. Scoreboards! This is Buxton, away from Backinson, this is Pringle, now Caprice, Caprice with the cross, the header, it's in, it's Connor Jennings! Right then, folks, what's happening? Welcome back once again to the This Is Trammy Instant Post Match Reaction Podcast. Uh, at This Is Trammy on Twitter. My name is Matt Hibbert, at Matt Hibbert on Twitter. Jake Keogh can't be with us, still in prison. Um, at Jake Keogh, double H, if you want to send him a message. We are joined, though, I think finally free of his um, mob troubles of the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Paul, big mouth, big time, lazy ass Harper. Paul Harper82 on Twitter is here. How are we? Yeah, not bad. Yeah. I mean, I've just watched the game, so... Yeah, yeah as, as good <laughs> as you can be. Um, bit, but, uh, uh, yeah. A 1-0 home defeat to uh, to Crawley, even now done the double over us. Got got our number this season, haven't they? Um, just a really... A real, I'll get my quick thoughts on it. I thought it was, most people would be the same, I think. Just a really disappointing, poor performance. Almost every single one. I thought Scotty Davis was man the match, which sort of tells its own story, doesn't it? Um he made a couple of really good saves. He made some great, you know, on Scotty Davis, like what you normally think. He commanded his area, six yard box really well, came out, claimed a few like dangerous crosses. I thought it was man. I thought Kane Woolery tried. Um, he was a bright spark. It just wasn't working for him. The one, the two like chances you'd say, he had that one first half and then the pullback to, uh, I think it was Colin McDonald pulled it back to Paul Lewis about 15 minutes to go. And there fell put a great block in. But to be honest, that, that, the New Zealand first half. Oh, yeah, he's got to score. So he has, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. It was off the wall he shot, the rebound. Yeah, he has, he has to score. He has to score. But to be honest, they were the better side. They had the much better chances. If they, they the final third were more clinical, they could have won yeah. that 2 or 3-0. I think a 1-0 yeah. defeat flatters us slightly. It was just, it's so disappointing, isn't it? And is it, do you think it's fatigue coming in a little bit, seeing, you know, is it caught up with us? I think the main thing is that you see how much we do miss James Vaughan hugely. Yeah. And I don't know, Paul, I mean, has there still been any official word on him? All we're hearing is rumours. Some people saying they're taking it week by week. He might be back for next week, maybe. And then other people yeah. saying it's six to eight weeks. But if, it's, if it's six to eight weeks, then he's out for the season, isn't he? Basically. Yeah, pretty much. Um, um, I mean, Keith Hill said on uh, Tuesday night that he wouldn't be out for long. Um, I mean, he didn't give any sort of insight into how long, not long is. <laughs> but yeah. he is a big miss. He is a big miss because he's a, he's a goal for it. He it's, works hard. I mean, I think Nugent did okay. He wasn't brilliant. 
obviously missed that that chance that you'd back him to score if he was match fit, fully match fit. But yeah, I just uh, we looked shaky at the back, which, in all fairness, we haven't done in too many times in recent weeks. Just every, long, long balls were just catching us out, and we 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 looked on the back foot whenever the ball went over the top. Don't think Peter Clark had his best game, um, which again is is a bit of a you know one of those rare occasions. But it sums yeah, up how poor we were, Paul. When you know yeah. usual steady heads like Peter Clark were having bad games, Jay Spear you know gave it away. Their goal came from him getting caught with the ball up to the other yeah. end of the pitch. Yes. Paul Lewis, nothing went for Paul Lewis. Just yeah. uh, nothing. Even Danny Lloyd, come on, he was a good football, a good player, been great for us. Nothing was going for us, was it? It was just. But again, yeah. not we didn't des- we didn't deserve anything. Make no mistake, it, it's not like these aren't excuses. They yeah. probably fully deserved the win and probably should have won by more. But it's just so frustrating, isn't it? That you'd look at the last three games and you would have said this was on paper the easiest one from Carlisle away. Leighton Orient away and Newport at home. And yet, mm. you know, but again, and I keep saying this, if we're going to lose games, I would rather they be against sides. Or they're saying that they're only, you know, the seven points outside the players. But, you know, if we're going to lose games, would you rather lose the one against the teams that aren't going to be up there at the end of the season? Saying that, like, I don't think a single result went for us today. Did they? everyone else either won yeah. or got a positive result? Bolton were... Yeah, we've dropped down a little bit, but... Yeah, Bolton were pegged back with um, Bradford. Danny Rowe scored in the 93rd minute for them. Paul Mullen scored in the 94th minute for Cambridge, didn't he? Mm. Like, you just get the feeling. I mean, still, if we win our two games in hand, we still go above Cambridge, but are they going to be the team this season that just, you know... Late wins, them late yeah. late goals. They've scored a lot of late goals, just like Swansea today in the Champions. <laughs> another late goal, late yeah. wins, and think, the Vaughan thing is this, huge, isn't it? Yeah, Vaughan is is a massive player, and you, you did, I mean, we said on Tuesday we dealt without him. I mean, yeah, we 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 got a a, a world one now. We didn't sort of dominate. We didn't play particularly great. He is massive, but the, the disappointing thing for me was, first of all, the defending, which I mentioned, thought we looked very shaky at the back, um, and the lack of reaction to going a goal behind. It was it was like we had no idea how to break them down. Aimless balls into the box. I think we got into a couple, maybe two or three, really good positions at times. And someone's put a cross in the box, and there's not even anybody in the box. I mean, we're chasing a game, and you've got nobody in the box. And obviously, Nugent was dead on his feet before we came off. Um, I thought Blackett Taylor came on. He's got his gloves on. He's got his thermal on. I mean, it's a lovely sunny day today. And he just looks half-arsed, to be honest. Uh, Didn't really do anything. There was just no reaction to going behind. We didn't threaten them once after going a goal behind. And that is a concern, especially, you know, no no Vaughan. Does that mean we, we've got no chance of creating or scoring any goals? You, you should hope not. But, um, yeah, just very disappointing. First half, we showed a few glimpses. As you say, uh, Wallery looks a bit of a threat. And, and that was what we should have tried to get him in those kind of positions a, a bit more often. He, in, he was, of course, in the behind. left back, no ends of problem. Yeah, in Using behind. his pace. Um, 
bit of trickery and getting a few shots away. But we didn't, we didn't utilize that enough in the second half. Yeah, maybe fatigue is, is catching up because they, they just look knackered. They didn't really show any sort of ingenuity. Um, there was nothing really to get us excited about second half. And, you know, we could have done with, you know, a point would have been a decent result looking back now. Yeah, it would. Um, but uh, let's talk through the, the defending for the goal because I've just pulled my hair out. Really sort of poor spearing, giving the ball away. Um, they obviously had an overlap with nobody covered. I think it was Lewis who was still sort of in the penalty box, didn't really make an effort to block the cross or close down. He was just sort of stood in no man's land. And then the lads in the six-yard box, he gets a... F- I mean, it's a nice little flick. It, back- it was a back heel. Yeah, he's completely free. The, like, the- but he's nobody near him in the six-yard box. That that should not be able to happen. And you've got George Ray and um, Clark, he stood at, you know, in the, in the six-yard box about three or four yards away from him. It's just not good enough. Um, and yeah, basic defending, mark your man, stop the cross. Um, and yeah, you know, a lad three, six yards from goal, he's not going to miss. And it wasn't, it was a, a neat finish because he had to, um, he had to maneuver his body to where uh, to get a little flick away, but just shouldn't have been in so much space to be able to do that. Yeah, just disappointing, frustrating, because we know we can play so much better. We know we're so much better than what we showed today. And I think um, that's obviously the, the, the frustrating part of it. I think on, on the Vaughan thing of, you know, obviously we miss him, but we played really well throughout the, the Paul Harper Trophy thing. You know, and look at that performance. I know we came on second half at, at Oxford, but we were 2-0 up. I think he was on by the time the second, but we played some really good football without him, with Wallery up there, Lewis as a false 10, false 9 sort of thing. And I don't like. I don't want to go back to the pitch, because a lot of people pick up on the pitch, but it, it's not yeah, helping us. A bit in the it's not like, and it might drain well, and look, you know, it, it isn't as bad as last season, but that's like saying this gunshot wound to my arm that I'm going to die from <laughs> isn't as bad as a gunshot wound to the head. Last season's pitch was the worst I've ever seen you know, our pitch ever. And that's going back to the you know the early nineties days when it we used to put yes. sand down on the wings because it was so much like last year was the worst case ever. This for the money we six percent of the club we gave up to the you know to the people to pay for this. They own six percent of the club for this pitch. I know there's been a lot of games on it, but like shouldn't it be it's affecting like passes aren't going straight, the ball's bobbling on it. Like it doesn't help, does it? It's, not, it's madness that we are a football inside. We all we, we yeah. look best ball, don't we? When we get it down and we play our football. Yeah, I mean, like, it, <laughs> didn't do any of that. It did make me chuckle when um, the um, Phil and Dave were talking in the commentary, and uh, one of their lads just absolutely <laughs> hooked it off the side of his foot, and it took a mighty bubble bobble off the off the pitch. I mean, it's, it it isn't good. It is it is not good. If this is what Premier League teams are paying for, then um, if you watch matches today, you must be watching a different you know a different game. Um, I know it's not the the full the full deal, but it it isn't good. There was passes going astray. There was it was bobbling all over the place, which doesn't help. But you know you've got to overcome things like that. 
Crawley did. They uh, they adapted better. They an- they answered the question of the bobbly pitch better than we did to give uh, to give a a Mickey Mellon analogy. So yeah, just just disappointing, Matt. Um, we know we can be so much better, but yeah, uh, uh, is is the focus of, the, of some of the players on Wembley a bit too much? Maybe I don't know. I don't think so. I think it was just. Oh, you say not because really, in the grand scheme of things, I could not give two flying f's about um, about that cup final. Now it's all about promotion. It has to be all about promotion, and you know it's a nice bonus, and it's it'll be a lovely day for the players. Obviously, no fans can go, so maybe that's that's why I don't particularly care too much about it. But. Um, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, it's all about promotion for the club. We need, we need to get back into into League One, and you know, results like today obviously is a is a bit of a setback. Yeah, again, I've, I've, I seem to say this every couple of weeks, every time we have a bad result. But <laughs> we'll again, let's see what these lads are made of, and they've bounced back. To be fair to them, every single time I've questioned it, they've come back with the big results. So we go down to South End on on Tuesday and. They might be second bottom, but they've had some real results, haven't they? They went to Fodders Green and won 3 0 and scored that ridiculous goal from like 120 yards out. Sorry, Matt, uh, I just got some uh, some breaking news. Go on. Um, James Warren is going to have surgery on his injury on Tuesday. Fucking to hell. Sure, doesn't sound, doesn't sound good. It says length of time on the sidelines unknown. So don't expect to that's... see him for the rest of the season. That sounds like. Yeah, l- length of time that's out. a massive blow. Is that from the official Tramia Twitter as well? Well, it's from uh, Trammy Radio. Can't believe a weird day. Can't believe a weird day. Say, mate, can you? <laughs> you're presumably sat in the uh, press conference at the minute, but yeah. That's so that's ba- basically uh, the, the, the terms are. I, I always speech. said the problem. The problem with bringing Dave Nugent in. He's a, he's a very good footballer, very intelligent, and he showed glimpses of that today. You know, he's he's showed why he's played at the level he has, but he's not fit. He's not fit. It's going to take him another four to five weeks probably to get up to you know, real match fitness. In the meantime, he's going to be leading the line. He's going to be a key component to our team. And we're waiting for him to play catch-up. And that was always my issue with, with us signing him. Um, it, only, it would only take one injury to James Vaughan for this to happen and you know we have been lucky with injuries and now we've been seriously unlucky because you know Vaughan is such a massive player for us that this is a big um, this is a big stumbling block that we're going to have to overcome I'd argue Paul of all the players to get an injury you could argue Clark you could argue Spearing but you might even argue Scotty we've got Joe Murphy there centre half wise we've got Sid Nelson Manny Monthe and George Ray and Rydells can play there Mid centre mid would be an issue if Jay Spearing got an injury, but you know there's there's bodies there. Striker is a specialist position, isn't it? And goals win games. Goals yeah, win games. Seen, He's a goal no, scorer. Yeah, and without that, we're gonna we are gonna struggle. Obviously, Dave Nugent is is you know on paper Dave Nugent is a brilliant replacement, but yeah. you know a forty percent fit Dave Nugent. Do you know what I mean? Um, and just, this was always to, always the concern. Just to put it in, like how vital he is. Like it, James Vaughan scored nineteen goals for us this season. Kane Woolery has, you know, in recent weeks been great, hasn't he? Scored eight. After that, you got Kieran Morris with four, Peter Clark with four, and Paul Lewis with four. Like, you know, 
the percentage of goals that James Warner scored for us. I mean, it looks like then, yeah, Paul, he's basically out for the season, isn't he? Unless there's a yeah. miraculous, uh, and even then, he's out yeah. now for minimum a month. And games coming then they'll have to play catch up to get back up to fitness. Do play? You know, do we start playing Woolery as as the the striker? Um, Nugent obviously has not got ninety in him. He's a a clever footballer. Do we need to change the way we play to play more to Nugent's strengths as a clever player? He's a totally Mm -hmm. different kind of striker to um, to Woolery. It's one of them. It's it's, it's, hindsight is a wonderful thing, Paul, isn't it? But you do that, like. No, we can't speak like this, but just the hypothetical thing of Ferrier wanted to go and he was agitating for the move and he went. Yeah. Do you think he's probably now in a bloody lovely apartment in Israel, in Tel Aviv? <laughs> he didn't, I don't think he's even played as he yeah, he's, he's He was on the bench, didn't even come on. The other well, day, I, think he's, I think he's been sort of um, quarantining after his arrival or something. But Getting back on loan. But like it's mad, isn't it? Because like, he would now be the main man and he would be straight back in. But it's just it's just bad luck. But you know we can't be porous. Every team gets injuries. We don't want to be like Liverpool fans and be like, you know, I mean, when is the vigil for James Vaughan? <laughs> I presume we'll be holding one because it is. Yeah, it's like, I think it, I think they're arranging what something hastily for tomorrow. And who was it? It was a late Orient player, wasn't it? Who fouled him, like caused his injury. It wasn't even given as a foul. I don't think at the time. Or if it was a foul, it wasn't yeah. even a yellow. Um, someone, it was like someone went and like caught his knee because that's what it is, isn't it? But then we carry on for another 10, 15 minutes. Did Paul, but right, I, I, speaking of someone who've had, right, I, I don't want to paint. And we were, we were what, 3 0, 3 1 up at the time? We were 3 0, I think. Off. Yeah. Um, he's obviously not done it any, any good. Uh, um, uh, I, I yeah, hyperextended my knee in uh, February 2020. So, like, a, yeah. just over a year ago, playing football like, at the Oval Six aside. And initially, like, when he went down, I went down, I went, like, I think I broke my leg. Like, the pain is just ridiculous. And then within, like, five to ten seconds, it goes, dissipates, and, like, yeah. almost to the point where you go, it's okay, I can play on. Yeah. I went in goal for five minutes and then played on. It was only the next day, literally. I went to bed, it was a bit sore. Went to bed, yeah. it, was like, it was like, oh, it's getting, woke up the next day, and, like, I couldn't. But it was bruised and swollen, yeah, sure. and I, I couldn't put any pressure on it. So you can see why he's he's played on and thought it's okay, yeah. and why it's took long for the the diagnosis. And I, I mean, I'm not a professional footballer, and I'm older than him by a couple of years. Like I was out for like, it's it's not the same. I don't think, but like that's the problem with knees. And the older you get, anyone will tell you, like yeah. anyone's ever had any sort of knee injury is that like apparently there's just bruising, so that's good, but like. It's you don't want to rush him back. You know he's had injuries in the past, hasn't he? It's mm. just it's a huge blow, but we cannot use it as an excuse. We've got the squad there. You know Nugent needs to step up. This jolly lad from Wigan, we signed him. We must fancy him. <laughs> he must have something about him. The Wigan fans said he well, was a good player. He hasn't even come on. He's he has played for us. I swear he came on. In, yeah, uh, he did come on for like five one of our defeats. Like, and like it, it is another but, thing. Paul, but, I but, Oh, to the press release when we signed him, Sammy Matt. And Keith Hill was talking glowingly about this kid and he's played about ten minutes. So if he's if he's that good, come on, let's see him. But chances are he's probably not that good. So Jolly by name, not, Jolly by nature, aren't not, you, Paul? Maybe maybe not that maybe not that good is a bit harsh. But maybe not not ready for this for this level at this. That's time. probably a fairer. 
yeah, to, to go from playing under 23 football to, yeah. to you yeah, know, a, big a team fight. There's a big promotion. step up. Yeah. yeah. We could have again. paid money for him and you'd like him. But if he's not ready, then what's. I mean. There obviously is a point in bringing you know good young players into the into the into the club and into the squad, but it's going to be a struggle now. Big struggle, big struggle. We need players to to step up to the plate, likes of Feeney, likes of Woolery, Lloyd. Well, isn't Otis Collins going to be fit? He was a, was a month, wasn't it? His so he should be back. And um, he's a and again, I know he was a revelation at right back, but he can slot in anywhere along that front. You know, three. We've got like I say. It's a massive blow, but we've got the quality there. You know, you've got Woolery, Morris, you know, Lewis, excuse me, can play more advanced as like a false nine. He's even played the number 10 position. You've got Blacker Taylor, who we all hope they come on and have a big impact. It's very hard. Excuse me. Yeah, it is. Hard. It's very hard for a player to come on. Like when Jolly came on when we were losing, you come on in a team that's having playing really poorly in a game that you fancy them to win, it's very hard to come on and have a big impact because confidence for everyone will have been so low in that game. Because everyone, everything we tried went wrong. No one wanted to take a risk. The ball wasn't bouncing out. Again, it's not excuses, but like he's come on. It's hard to have an impact in a game like that. The cross is like... Someone like um, Liam Feeney, who's normally spot on, he put a couple of good corners in, but there were so many times when we got into good positions. It wasn't just him, it was Callum McDonald, it was O'Connor, it was everyone, to be honest, wasn't it? Don't want to single anyone out. And the final ball was atrocious, just atrocious. Like, And um, that's ultimately why we lost the game. And we've just got it again, keep saying it, we go to South End and we need a big performance and we need we need a result. Like They've had a good one, but they're second bottom. And then obviously our next league game after that is a week on Tuesday after the final is Grimsby. So we, we played a bottom two. And realistically, if we've got any aspirations of promotion, we've got to be going to both those places and getting results, haven't we? Yeah, you'd like to hope so. Yeah. Are you, have you crawled into like the fetal position, Paul? You sound quite muffled there. It's all finally, it's just too much for you. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm a bit deflated. It's the, the manner of the performances that's, um, that's, got, that's got me a little bit down, but. As you say, there's plenty of plenty of time, plenty of games still to, to, to still to go. But missing Vaughan, that's a that's a big loss, and you know, hopefully we can overcome it. But I think it's going to be a bit, a bit of a struggle if I'm completely honest. I've just had a thought there, Paul. We're saying that the pitch isn't helping us, right? Um, Newport have just moved pitches, haven't they? Can we move pitch? <laughs> Like can we use like why don't Liverpool repay us for us letting the you know the the ladies team can we play at Anfield that's like a carpet isn't it and maybe mm-hmm. then you know, the the home team will score a goal at Anfield as well it'd be like yeah. you know win win situation mm. Paul you know why don't you uh, make some calls yeah leave it with me <laughs> well, let's get into the tweets go on because um, if you've uh, if you think I'm feeling down. <laughs> Listen to some of these. Um, yeah, let's let's cheer everyone up with some uh, good tweets from Twitter after a one nil home defeat to Crawley. Yeah, uh, PGTRFC says automatic promotion gone. Um, that's with the news of um, of Vaughan being out for some time. Uh, Matthew Evans says one win in the last four home matches. Home form is a big, big concern. Ultimately, it could be what costs Rovers promotion. 
the exception of Nugent, not convinced by January signings. Banks at Barrow um, and Ferry are gone, replaced by Crawford and Jolly. Sorry, don't see it. Yeah. Um, again, Crawford's not really had any sort of opportunity, has he, really? No, like, um, he started that game and they had a poor game. And then you can't expect someone to come on, and again, a team who's had a really poor day at the office and do anything in like 15, 20 minutes in a team playing bad. It, it's just not, you know, doesn't work like that. Yeah. Jordan Hughes has a bit of a flat game all round. It's not one of those days where we struggle to get any chances and uh, they seem to get to every ball that bounces in their third. Some disappointing player performances, but we move on to Tuesday and try and get the title challenge going again. It's, I'm, I'm telling you, all the talk of the title, that's what's put the mockers on all this. Uh, <laughs> you know who you are, people. <laughs> Martin Olver says, uh, dreadful performance, second best all over the pitch, created nothing at all, misinformed massively. And we're going to. Um, and Kirby can go back to Palace. Uh, far from any yeah. performance today. Let's talk about him because I think he's a tidy footballer from what I've what I've seen. That pitch today did not do him any favours, especially when his first touch of the ball. Yeah, he had he two men around him. The ball bobbled over his foot and straight into these two lads who set... Uh, you know, set up a really dangerous they should, attack. They should have scored, shouldn't they, really? Yeah. Um, I think um, playing at Wembley next week might be perfect for him. But playing week in, week out in League 2 probably isn't for him. I think he might see the carpet of a pitch at Wembley. Um, the big occasion. Um, Sunderland might give him a little bit more time on the ball but you just don't get that time on the ball and he does look a bit like a, rad, a rabbit in the headlights from, but then um, we've seen him play Paul like in, in the Oxford game he looks a great player mm. and he's played he was, you know, he's played League One last year and just again you can't expect someone like him to come in and play well when he needs a run of games doesn't he but yeah. you know we're not particularly in a position to give, you know, a young player a run of games if we don't think he's ready. So yeah, that's the it's issue. One of them catch twenty two, but we brought him in presumably for a reason. Yeah. Anyway, um, Grange Mount sixty two says, "What has Danny Lloyd done wrong? Years ahead of Kirby in terms of experience, ability, and desire. How did Feeney stay on the pitch? He has a good game in three. It uh, looks like too many of our players had one eye on the. I mean, he's called it the Papa John's Trophy final. We all know That's it's the Paul Harper Pizza Delivery Driver final. Yeah. Um, so, apologies for correcting you on that, Grange Mount. Um, the Jake Keogh Fan Club, the uh, the West Yorkshire SWA, say um, it would be easy to go into meltdown after that performance. And in particular, the lack of creativity from midfield. Too many passages in the side today, but let's reserve judgment until Tuesday, which is now a massive game. So um, if you're thinking of going into meltdown, wait until Tuesday, and then we can go into meltdown. <laughs> I'm being very sarcastic, sorry. Um, Zach Hayes says, I get that we were due a bad day at the office, but uh, we're underestimating teams lower down in the table too much. One point and zero goals. 
from four games against Stevenage and Crawley. Really? Yeah, that is a disappointing um, outcome. Uh, Runcorn Linnets White's under 11 says, we got what we deserved, nothing. Half a yard off the pace, holding the ball for too long, no width until later in the game. Dust down and go again Tuesday. Sean Stokes says, awful, truly awful. Looked void of ideas the whole game. Lloyd looked okay for five minutes after he came on. Other than that, far too pedestrian. Pitch is shocking too. We should be what, uh, asking for our money back. Kyle Ward asks, can we stop with the Paul Lewis hype? Not sure we've ever hyped Paul Lewis, to be honest with you. But I don't know, um, Paul. Don't even notice he's on the pitch. Hill's decisions on subs weren't great. Only one I agreed with was Lloyd. Um then again, he should have started ahead of Kirby. Go again Tuesday. Steve Rawlinson says, um, couldn't find second gear or game. Absolute dog shit. His words, not mine. Uh, Danny McQuayle says, bad day at the office. We were due one. Move on. Fair enough. Uh, Steve Atkinson says, spearing, best player by far. Lloyd made a difference. Tell Clark when Feeney's at right back, hoofing it upfield is next to pointless. Yeah, we did revert to that. How many times, Matt, did we just launch the ball straight to their goalkeeper when we were looking to get back in the game? Does my head in. Very frustrating. Just, you, you um, want to go, right, Paul, when we do that, again, I want to go in, stop the game. Like, apparently, I used to know a guy who, who um, played, he, he was played for QPR under Ian Holloway, and if someone did something like that in training, he'd stop the game and go up and, be, and say to them, what were you trying to do? You said he wouldn't be having a go, but he'd be like, I want to know, the ball, you've ended up just hoofing it to the keeper, or it's gone to the keeper, what were you trying to do there? And you'd explain yourself to him. And like, the amount of times that you say, there was one where Jay Spearing did it, and you could hear him on the telly go like, Aah! so that sort of summed it up. The, you know, Again, no one goes out there and goes, I'm going to fucking stink the place out today. I'm going to play as shite as I can. But it, you can't have that many of your team. You can get away with one or two having a stinker if the rest are on the game. But it obviously, it, it spreads, doesn't it, when a couple of players have stinkers. And when you start, we started so slow again. It's been a recurring mm. theme, hasn't it? And, you know, a couple of the home games, like the Oldham game, we were behind within a couple of minutes. Yeah. There was another one. Carlisle scored an early goal. We've got to start these games quicker because, as we find, if we score the first goal, it's very rare that we don't win. And these home defeats, these I'm just trying to you know, Bradford was 1 0, Stevenage was a 1 0, this is a 1 0. We've won our fair share ourselves by one goal. Do you know what I mean, a lot, like I've said, there's not been yeah. much in games, and that's why we've said, Paul, haven't we? Let's not get carried away when things are going well, let's not get carried away when we have a bad result, and we're gonna have them. This is crazy. If you look at right, Paul. Sorry to go off on the tangent, but if you look at like League One and Championship, to be in the positions that we're in, the points differences, it's a very low points total so far in League Two. It's going to be you know, yeah. low points to get promoted and get in the playoffs. Yeah. If we had the same amount of points in uh, League One or the Championship, we'd be nowhere near fifth in the league. It's yeah. you know, I'll do so. I'll, I'll get the stats up now, Paul. While you say some more, just as a comparison piece to prove that I'm not chatting bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> that's un- be very unlike you I know uh, right. Ian Jones says uh, too many having a bad day at the office Woolery ended up trying to do everything on his own yeah I agree with that um, Dion Kelly says started off brightly glided into mediocrity hopefully improved on Tuesday 
Uh, can't get much worse if I'm honest. Uh, Michael Wallace says, "Do worry, we are a one-man team. Loss of James Vaughan and can't score. Lots of games coming up. Hopefully, just one of them days. However, that's two home games we should have picked up points in today and Stevenage." Dave P says, "Shite." Didn't look interested all day. Kirby is not ready for men's football. Nugent is not the answer. I would rather see Jolly get minutes. He can't be any worse. He's not happy as Dave. Uh, no. Need to get up for South End now. Put that crap behind us. And Sunday could be embarrassing. Presumably he's meaning a week on Sunday. Uh, Deck Evans says, yes, we were poor. Should be beating them at home, but the season's still wide open. Results went against us today, but we are still on track. Performances today from fringe players showing why they don't start. Uh, put it right, Tuesday, lads. Um, Phil Gidman, hello to you and, and Nate. Our best wishes, as always. Yeah. Uh, he just says another uh, another one as well. Two attacking instances in the second half where absolutely nobody at the back post. Yeah, we've mentioned that. Um, Dave Owen says, my mask might be off, but isn't all... Um, isn't it still mathematically in our hands? Yes, it is. Um, but mathematics don't win you games of football. Uh, Lynx White says, not sure what Hill sees in Lewis. Doesn't tackle, doesn't win headers. Doesn't make the telling pass. Not a goal for it. Yeah, but apart from that, though. Um, Pete Brown says, deja vu. So I'm being very sarcastic today. I do apologise. Deja not vu. Like Paul? <laughs> <laughs> feels like I watched that game multiple times this season. Don't take half chances early on. Mistakes creep in, and we resort to aimless on balls. Could have played all day. Would not have scored. Callum Dias has very disappointing. Hello, can you hear me? Paul, you, Paul your whole point there, you, you disappeared. Uh, Hello, Paul. Okay. Hello, Coming can through. you hear me? You, luckily, we can now, but whatever point you've just made is lost. To the yonder of podcast uh, heaven. That's probably for the I'm best. Sure very, I'm sure it was a very valid point. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, rest in peace. Um, Rob Denman says, very disappointing. Look leggy all round. Missing a physical presence up front without James Vaughan. Starting Kirby was a mistake. Lloyd has to start on Tuesday. Add the spark up front. Um. Oh dear. Uh, Paul G says, um, what is the point in Naya Kirby? Jake Kirby was better. <laughs> there you go. I've been waiting, I've been waiting for that one. <laughs> Daniel Clausen, uh, simply not good enough. That's one win from last four home games. Somebody else made uh, mentioned that as well. Rob Tyler said, not good enough today, but no point in dwelling on a defeat. Let's push on Tuesday, bounce back, get some confidence. Um, yeah, fair point there, Rob. Uh, we should be still quite positive, in, given the position we're still in. Uh, Denise Hayes says, "If this is <laughs> if this is life without James Vaughan, then just end the season now." <laughs> you know, it's bad when you start looking to see what else is on TV <laughs> uh, because you can't be bothered watching. Big changes needed for Tuesday. Oh dear. Um, Kenny Clark, teams that win leagues don't lose at home to Crawley. Uh, we offered nothing all game. When it matters, potentially uh, could go top. Our players fall apart. Yeah, they're trying their way in it. Uh, John Arty, IFC. They came with a game plan to frustrate us and it worked 
lot of players had off day on to Tuesday. Tom Davies said, not very good today. Seems to make the wrong decision every time we got forward. Ross of the Rovers says all our chances were half chances. First half was enjoyable. Expected Nugent to do better. They were horrible, but we didn't do enough to win, so probably a fair result. Classic Tranmere, shout out to them. If you don't follow them on Twitter, you should do. Loads of great archive videos go up on their Twitter feed. It uh, says, um, always going to take the one goal to settle it. Unfortunately, they got it and not us. Done their homework and did us. Move on to Tuesday. Uh, Will Amos says, I've seen better football in my Saturday team and we are awful. Uh, shows how much we miss Vaughan up front. Lloydie and Corey didn't do much, but should both start. Bounce back, lads, on our day. We are too good for this division. That's the problem. People think we're too good. Um, Will Fiderman says, really not good enough. Didn't look like we were going to score. Need to sharpen up if we want auto-promotion. Ben Marsh says, can we play away every week? Not very good at uh, Prenton Park. Zero quality. Stop fucking coofing it long. That's what he's saying. Uh, Robbie Davis puts it really nicely. He just says, shite. And then finally, Fletch says, one of those days, can't be this wasteful and expect to get anything. Too many high balls. We go again on Tuesday. We go again, Matt. We go again. We go again. Do not let this slip. Fucking hell, I think <laughs> Aren't we, like, we're the equivalent of Steven Gerrard on his hands and knees watching Denver Bar go past at this point. A yeah. point, like, about, again, even though it's going to be slightly hypocritical for me to say this, saying that we can't blame it on James Vaughan, the difference today is James Vaughan didn't play today and we lose the game 1-0 and didn't play particularly well at all. Cambridge win 1-0 with a 94th minute goal by Paul Mullen their top scorer. The only player who scored any more goals than James Vaughan in this division. He's not injured. He's fit. He scores the winner for them. Jamil Matt, who scores 15, the third highest scorer in the league, scores in Forest Green's win. You know, if any, you took the top score of any team out, it's going to have an impact. But we, again, even though I'm using it as an example here of, you know, Bad luck, but you know we've had we've had no real injury problems really at the start of the season. Yeah, we did, but you know we were shy at the start of the season anyway. Weren't we on this run? We've been pretty lucky. Um, we've had the odd one. It was Khan, Kieran Morris, Blacker Taylor have had injuries, but the core of that team have, have been injury free for three or four months. It was always going to happen. Well, Tram me away. I was shocked when Nors didn't get injured two years ago. Do you know what I mean? I think we all yeah. were. Um, we're in a much better position than we were that year, and we got up. I, you know, it's still right there. Let's not try and, you know, it's too late because everyone has lost the plot, but <laughs> we are three points off third. We are, yeah. you know, we're not we're two games in hand. We go above Cambridge. It's that simple. Um, we just, someone's got to step up, put it that way. Someone's got to step up and replace Vaughan, whether it be Jolly, um, Woolery, Nugent, or someone else, you know. Or goals from midfield. Fucking get Manny Monte up top. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah, the man who doesn't attack the ball. Be a yeah, revelation. Yeah, Be like it, Paul Warhurst. Yeah. Um, it, it is a big blow. It is a big blow. But as you say, there is still quality in there. As I said, Nugent is a very intelligent, very good footballer. He's played at the... We played for England. I was there in Barcelona when he nicked that goal. Um, 
he is a good player. It's just he's not much fit, nowhere near. And would well, he's going to have to catch up very, very quickly um, and get up to full speed as soon as possible to to help us on this on this uh, on this running. But yeah, there's still a lot to play for. There's no standout teams in this division, I don't think. And you know, as we've seen over the last, obviously results haven't gone for us today, but the last few weeks, you know, Cheltenham uh, got beat a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Cambridge have been struggling a little bit. You know, teams are teams are dropping points. We just need to try and stay relatively consistent. Obviously, today is a is a poor result. Uh, we've had you know it comes off the back of you know three three good ones. So it's one of them. You know, hopefully we can put it behind us. But it is it is a big blow. And as you say, players have got to step up to the plate now. And uh, we need goals from all over really. Um, and you mentioned Manny Monfe and the set pieces were appalling today. Um, yeah. He needs to learn to attack the ball. You wait for me to say something there, Paul? Yeah, no, I finished talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could repeat ourselves over and over again, wouldn't we, and take yeah. this to an hour, but it's just another, you know, a, a disappointing day at the office. They seem to be coming up once every couple of weeks, don't we? Just it, yeah. where we just the whole team underperforms and um, yeah. there's a meltdown and people best, go. Yeah, best best thing to do is forget all about it, move on. There's obviously lots of games to go. The games are coming thick and fast. Tuesday night can't come quick enough, really. Um, well, whether the players think like that, if they're all knackered, but in, you know, in reality, it can't come quick enough if you want to get over the disappointment. I'm sure they'll be looking to put things right Tuesday night. So. Do I- do I yeah, need to do another tram your PSA? There is, there is, there is. Um, yeah, yeah. Don't let it ruin your weekend. No. Really, you know, if we get three points on Tuesday night, you know, today, to, today will be maybe not forgotten, but will feel less disappointing as it does now. But you know, it, again, we've got to you know get those three points against the teams that we should be beating, and Crawley really is a team that we should be beating, but. One of them. Let's dust ourselves down. Go again. Hopefully, put things right on Tuesday. How's the final song going? More importantly, um, again, still just complete <laughs> regret that I ever. I mean, the song says it all. I've been. Um, someone has sent me some lyrics. Several people have sent me lyrics. Thanks to everyone who's who've been in touch with various ideas for lyrics. Um, I do have some which. Uh, the potential there's potential there um yeah. now i've just got a replay love in the first degree let's gone back to that because that's what everyone sent lyrics for um <laughs> and sing it so <laughs> yeah i wish i'd never said anything it. paul i was high on life after bloody a late winner at carlisle <laughs> so um when can we expect the release of this song one minute before kickoff on Sunday. See, tell you what, <laughs> if we if we get a result on Tuesday, that'll put me in a good mood, and I'll want to do it. Otherwise, mm. I might have to back out of the whole thing and be like, "Look, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Who yeah. is anyone out there in the mood to replay Love in the First Degree <laughs> and sing real, you know, Tramia related lyrics to it at the minute? Definitely not. So we'll see. See how we get on. See see how we get on at South yeah. End. <laughs> So it's all dependent on that result. 
as usual, Paul, it all goes down to South End. Yeah, that's it. As is yeah. often the case. Mm. So yeah, I mean, we have recorded a uh, a Wembley special. I mean, I, I mean, earlier I did say I don't give two fucks about this trophy, but we have recorded a, a bumper long episode, yeah, um, a special episode for Wembley, um, where we all sort of say that this, this trophy isn't really that important. Um, but yeah, we it's just a nice listen. Um, it was supposed to be based around Wembley. We probably talked about Wembley for about five minutes. Yeah, five minutes. Two hour long episode. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, we can reveal that we've uh, we've spoken to Chris Malkin and once again, Chris Malkin and uh, Johnny Morrissey, which was a, a good one. Um, so the two of them came on, had a really good chat with them, um, and they were chatting amongst themselves, which was good. So yeah, it was no really point just was being there, very, was there? No, uh, it was a very informal sort of just four lads and Jake Keogh. Having a laugh. <laughs> yeah, he must have. I think his, yeah. um, his cellmate or his prison guard must have got to him because yeah. he disappeared, didn't he, very quickly? <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm not sure. Is it is it ready for release tomorrow, Monday? Well, it'll be ready when I say it's ready. Okay. Well, I'm not going to put any pressure on. But I can make. We can I can do it a bit of positivity after after today. Just saying. Tell you what, I'll get it ready to go. So it'll be re- it'll be it'll be there Monday morning, everyone. On your Monday morning, whatever you do, start it'll be there your week for you. the, the right way. Yeah, uh, it's a really good episode. Really, really good episode. So you will enjoy it. I promise. Um, as long as you you know skip the bits where I'm talking, obviously. Well, of um, course. I normally edit them out. <laughs> the rest of it is really good. Um, so yeah, really good, chilled um, conversation with with Chris and Johnny, which was really really uh, a pleasure to be involved with. And uh, yeah, hopefully you'll enjoy it. As I say, <laughs> it was supposed to be around the Wembley experience, but we chatted. We went off on a tangent, as you'd expect. So uh, yeah, it'd be hopefully a really good listen. I think I was I enjoyed it anyway. Yeah, well, so as long as you enjoy it, Paul. That's the only reason I do these. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been cool satisfaction. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, we must say before we go, a big thank you to Tramway Rovers Official Supporters Club for help, their help with running costs and uh, for our SoundCloud uh, subscription and stuff. So a big thank you to them. Obviously doing great work with the uh the retro tracksuits which I believe uh, uh are due to go into production soon. Of the retro shirts and the, the sweatshirts and the t-shirts and stuff that are coming out as well so lots of good stuff going on there give them a follow on twitter trosk underscore trfc let's uh, so go follow them on social media go and follow us on social media too please at uh, this is Chamir on facebook twitter and instagram um, and give us a follow as well paul Apple 82 matt hibbert and at jkoh and uh, your Matt Hibbert seventeen is it on Instagram? Yes, at Matt Hibbert seventeen on Instagram. Follow me on there. It's more my music stuff. So, I still do post about about Trammy and all that malarkey on there. You've done, you've done a few nice little um, sort of uh, a mini series of um, videos on Instagram, haven't you? Which are really yeah. good about your music. So yeah, well, I, 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 I posted a snippet didn't I, on Twitter. Uh, I think last yeah. night, a little two minute snippet, just of obviously in lockdown. You know, I've, I've been making a lot of music. When I've had the creative bugs come back, it's been hard and hard for everyone. But like, you know, just 
writer's block almost, but then it's come back at certain times. And at the minute, it, it's there big because I think that you know we've, we see some light at the end of the tunnel. And so I've got so much music, so many tunes that unreleased, obviously. And I thought I did a live Instagram video last week one day where I went through six of them, just like it's about like six, seven minutes each. So I played the track, spoke, talked through how I made it, the bass lines, the synths, and stuff like that, and the drums. And um, I've chopped it up. I'm putting it up in bits on Insta, and if you, it's you know, it's boring music theory stuff, and just you know, no, if you like good. me, if you I like the sound of, of me talking about how I made a snare drum, or um, it, here's a sample I've stolen off another track, then uh, yeah, really exciting stuff. But um, I'll be posting <laughs> more of them. I'll probably put tomorrow night um, the next one of those up. Um, so yeah, at Matt Hibbert seventeen on Instagram. Uh, at, this is Trammy as well, aren't we on there? At this yep. tram on Twitter, and uh, yeah, we'll be back, Paul. Hopefully, in a better mood uh, on Tuesday yeah. night as we travel down to South End. Yeah, we uh, look oh. out for the uh, the Wembley special as well. Yes, um, again, that'll be up um, Sunday night, Monday morning. Monday morning, and yeah, we'll be back to chat more bollocks on Tuesday night. So uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Get you yourself saying, don't yeah, don't let the uh, the bastards grind you down. In yeah. this case, tram me with the bastards. I'm um, again. So yeah, um, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Go down. I expect your your yummy in it tonight. I'm hoping so, but then it's it's up to Tasha's decision. So she might want it's takeaway night, though cheat night. So yeah. she may want a Chinese. She may want something like that. I'm still going to push her a donut though because I quite fancy it. So uh, whatever you're doing, get you know, get yourself cheer up, get yourself down the shop, the offie, the boo. You know, not the boozer, but you know, get yourself some cans, get yourself some vodka, some whiskey. Or, you know, if you're not drinking, just get yourself... Sit outside the boozer and just reminisce yeah, about smash the smash a few places up, you, you could know. go to pubs. It's quite a nice evening. Yeah, you could. It's, it's brisk, nice though. Sunset. Like, back at Taylor with pubs. Um, <laughs> get yourself a scram, get yourself down to yummies, get yourself a donna, get yourself a you know, yummy special kebab, or get yourself down to Chinese, the Indian, get yourself some naughty food, have a couple of beers, a couple of wines, you know, it's what Paul Harper's going to do, no doubt. Um... Yeah, don't as Paul said, don't let the bastards get you down. It's me and you against the world, Paul. That bastards. <laughs> yep. So yeah, signing off. Thank you for listening. Up the tram, yeah. Yep. We'll see, see you with, see uh, again Wembley on special, Wembley special will be up Sunday night, Monday morning. Paul speak to you Tuesday. All the best, mate. Up the tram, yeah.